All right. I think I might just get started. Um, okay, cool. All right. Hey, guys. Um, so thank you for uh, joining us today for one of our webinars. Um, I'm I'm Siddipta, as you guys know. So uh, at the moment, so we've basically we're at the points now that we've submitted our application and we've been taking it easy for, for a bit. So 31st of May, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but that was the date that applications were uh, submitted. And I would assume that it was a pretty hectic time for, for everyone here, uh, just like putting those applications in. If you're applying to Wollongong, especially you have to write a portfolio, also Casper. Um, anyone uh, applied to Notre Dame? One person applied to Notre Dame. Um, can you type in the chat, how's your Casper experience? Um, if it was a good experience, if it was a bad experience. I don't, when I did Casper, um, oh, it was good. Okay, it was a smooth experience. That's good. That's really good. That's good to hear. When I did Casper, um, I just did one week of, of preparation and um, I did okay. So it was, it's um, hopefully fingers crossed for you guys who have who've, who've done Casper that it's good. Uh, different to previous years where they had video. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's, okay. That's, uh, that's good to know that things are changing for Casper. Um, yeah, maybe in future years they might make it a bit more um, implemented into into applications. So let's see if it's a uh, if it was good to like good to do it this year. Then uh, hopefully you don't have to do it in future years. But uh, if you do, then it's um it's not that bad. Okay, cool. So um uh, as you guys, so if you guys um, don't know who I am, um, I am uh, I'm Sadipta. Uh, I'm a second year medical student at the University of Sydney. Uh, you might be wondering why is a University of Sydney student uh, doing an, an webinar on on interviews when there's no interviews at, at the University of Sydney? Good question. Uh, because University of Sydney wasn't my only application. Um, I also put in a GEMSAS application uh, and I didn't and um, I didn't know that I was going to get into use it until 10 days before my um, before my um, start date. So I um, I put in my application, got an interview and um, today I'm going to basically talk about that journey just so that um, you guys can basically um, try and like relate how how to go about your own journey. A lot of the stuff I'll talk about today uh, may not be highly relevant to you, but it may be a good sort of framework just to start um, thinking about about interviews and and whatnot. Um, I'll also within phrases um i'm the the control and uh, uh, quality and control lead so what that means is that um the the tutors that um you go to for for interviews within phrases um i basically make sure they're of the highest quality also the program is of the highest quality as well um if you have any questions about uh, the phrase interview course or um any any issues uh, and you want you want to address uh, want them addressed um just um, pop an email to me or you can even um find me on Facebook, just send me a message. Just if you want to random about phrases, you can you can definitely uh, do that. And then I'll make sure that um, phrase interview is of a better quality. Um, okay, let's get started. So what, um, so what are we going to cover today? So like I said, I, like we've just um, got out of the application period. Now we're going into the interview sort of season. So uh, at the moment, a lot of students, you're, you guys are doing um, uni at the moment. Maybe you've finished uni and you started working, uh, but it's still that you're in that process right now that you have to think about like, how do I go about interviews? So um, the people here today, um, are you, are you guys in final year or are you guys in honors? Um, what stage of your um, your university journey are you, are you guys in? Okay, final year. That's um, yep, final year, post grad. Yeah, so things are going to be pretty hectic around this time. So um, because you're in your final year, you guys know that your final year it basically weighs um, the most in most of the applications. So you do have to smash it out of the park, but that doesn't mean that um, you don't have time to do to do interviews. It's a bit easier when you when you um, are um, like taking gap year or doing other stuff, but still you can make time to do interview prep. So it's good. So okay. So basically, this is the way that I've been um, going to go about uh, today. So I'm going to talk about um, the four stages and um, or it's technically five, but the four stages. So. Uh, 
I'm going to talk about orientating yourself. I'm going to talk about strategy, um, also in, in terms of practicing as well and how to practice. I'll also talk about refining your, your skills for interviews and how you're going to perform um, on the day. And, um, and you know, this is like my framework, but this could be something that um, like it could be different to, to you guys. So time to set expectations, right? Um, now that like 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 I've been saying, applications are, are are finished, and you can't change what what you've you've put in. You can't change um, like the preferences that you've put in your GPA, your GAMSA. Maybe you can change your GPA a little bit by doing better in your final year, but GPA you can't uh, change completely. Um, in terms of your your GPA. Uh, if, if you guys didn't know that, they actually give you an interview uh, based on your semester one GPA uh, from from your final year. So, um, so yeah, if you have if you have finished semester one, uh, like medicine operates on a different semester, but if you guys have finished semester one, I'm assuming you have, that GPA would be would be used for your for for your final year grading, and then um, yeah, da 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 da. So. Um, you can't change much. Now what you can do is that you can look towards the future. And what's the future? Future is that there's a potential um, that you will get an interview. You might think, Siddhipta, but I don't know if I'll get an interview. Why should I start now? Why should I start um, practicing for, for interviews when I don't even know if I'll get an interview? Um, and that's a really good question because, because we, as we know from previous years, interview offers actually come out um, in in September, and then you end up doing your, your interview in in um in October, right? So, why should I start doing stuff now when it's so much down the track? I don't have to think about uh, about any of them, and the the reason is that it may be too late. And I in um in twenty twenty. Um, I keep bringing up 2020 because it was a horrible year. I I was doing honors and I did the GAMSAT in May. I had a 56 GAMSAT and I was like, oh shit, I won't, uh, I'm not going to get anything. I'll just, I'll just put this application in, but I don't think I'll, I'll get anything. I'll just put, a, I'll have a stab in the dark. And my GPA was abysmal as well. It was, uh, it was like, it was pretty low. And I, I yeah, I thought I wouldn't, I wouldn't get anything. And out of nowhere, I ended up getting a interview from Melbourne Uni, my top preference out of um out of like anyone. I thought I thought I was going to get something from Notre Dame because I had a I had a good enough portfolio, and this it was crazy. I only had two weeks to to um to basically practice for for interviews for Melbourne Uni. And as you guys know now that with Melbourne Uni the the, the um, interviews have have changed. They're not they're not over Zoom. They're not in person. It's a one way interview. So completely changing the like completely like trying to adapt to a new system, and having two weeks, it was just it was not going to work out for me. And um, and as you um, guys know, if you have been in my previous webinars, I've said that on the day I basically. I basically struggled. I I got into the first first um, station, and the the video was playing, and I was like, like holy crap, I'm in an interview, and I was just zoned out. I didn't hear anything that was said in the video, and then I'd one minute to answer why why I wanted to study uh, medicine at the University of Melbourne, and it was so. Um, it was so bad. Okay. Oh, there's a there's a message in the chat. A few of the universities have moved their interviews back to end September, and some of them are back in person. Really? Okay. Um, that's news to me, and um, that's good that you know that that that's the case. Um, yeah, definitely um, shoot me a message, and I would love to have a chat with you about that. Um, but yeah, that's a uh, that's really uh, that's really good to. Um, that, that's um, that's that's good to hear that some of the interviews are going back in uh, in person. So, yeah, so I guess the moral of the story here is that don't um, don't start late because if you start late, you will you're basically setting yourself up for failure. And this was me just before before I got um, before I got violated. I had to tie on. I, I did my hair. Um, I was I was ready. I thought I was ready, but then I, I was I was not ready at all. I was I was sweating buckets. Now, to prevent that from from happening to you guys, 
I would I would urge you guys to start early. And this is my four-step plan for, for preparation for interviews. Now, this can be different for everyone here. Um, it's not something that is like it, it can work for everyone, but do do take um whatever whatever advice here that works best for for you. Um okay, so give me a second. Du, 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 du. Okay. So let's so um do you guys have any questions before I, I go into the four four month um plan? Um okay, and also if you guys have any um any questions, please put it in the chat if you want to um if you want to um turn your video on and, and also talk through the mic, um just raise your hand and then and then um we can um we can talk as well. Um and also uh yeah, that's uh so yeah, any questions before I before I move through? Okay. Yeah, I want to make sure this this webinar is as interactive as possible. So please stop me at any time um, if you have any any burning question, and I'll I'll stop and I'll answer answer your question straight away. Okay, cool. So the first step is orientation. So what does that mean? It basically means that you need to make sure you know which university you're you have applied to. And you basically get to a point where you know the ins and outs of of the medical program. You know what you're getting yourself into. Medical school is a is a is a tough journey. Like being being through the whole process, it's it, it can be really stressful. It can be it, it can be one of those those times where it can really really change a person. So you should know what you're getting yourself self into. And another thing you need to know is that what each medical school actually offers you is it a medical school that is right for you. Because um, even though a lot of us here will basically like take any any medical school that comes our way we we do need to also also realize that is the medical school right for us because if the if we can tell the medical school that they are a right fit for us then they're more inclined to give us an offer after interviewing at that medical school um and yeah like so like for example right um my my first preference was obviously melbourne uni and i would have loved to go to melbourne uni however i got I got a interview off from from University of Wollongong. Now, if I if I just basically researched about Melbourne Uni and everything that Melbourne Uni has to offer, I I would have um, basically be I, I I wouldn't be prepared because I would get, if I got the interview from from Wollongong and they would ask you, so Siddhartha, why did you choose Wollongong? Well, why do you want to come here? Even though they gave gave us the get, they gave you the offer for for interviews there, they're asking you why you want to come here. It's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a uh, a a funny question to ask when they they send you new an interview offer there. So, what I would say is that I would research every single medical school that I've applied to. So look at the curriculum, look at the structure of the program. Um, and the way, like every medical school uh, has a different structure. So in terms of like, um, for example, Deakin University, even though Deakin University is including a little bit of clinical stuff in the early years, they're a primarily university that has two preclinical pre years and then um, two clinical years. Whereas, for example, University of Sydney, one year uh, preclin, three years um, clinical. Why, why is that beneficial for you? Why, why is it beneficial that you have more clinical clinical years than preclinical years? Why might it be beneficial that you have more preclinical years than clinical years? So that's sort of things that you need to sort of sort of think about, right? Um, is the university research heavy? That's a big thing to think about as well, because with research, um, a lot of these universities, the rankings that that come out, like for example, University of Sydney's ranking, um, they're number one in Australia. Um, it could be education, but it could it's also research output. So it so eventually when you're when you become a when you guys become a doctor, you guys will be doing a lot of research. And um and saying that you're interested in research and being wary about what sort of research that university is, is putting out is is vital for your for your um interview application as well. Also think about rural and indigenous health, especially rural. Rural is something that has been uh, has been a big thing in the past uh, couple of years in terms of of taking in students because 
let's face it, we have a rural uh, crisis. There's not enough doctors going into, into rural places. Even though we have a lot of doctors coming into the system, not many of them want to go rural. Um, and as, as a result, what the medical schools are, that one of the big tactics is that they want to take in students who are interested in working in rural or coming from a rural background. So highlighting your interest for rural is a, is a big thing um, to, to talk about. And also just being cognizant about the rural um, problem. Also Indigenous health as well. Um, I, I'm not sure if anyone here identifies from an Indigenous background. Uh, but it is, but um, there is a lot of complexities related to to um, to indigenous health that uh, we should be aware wary of um, right now. Uh, also, clinical facilities. This is a big thing as well. Um, like, for example, like um, like University of Sydney uh, has like all like basically five to six different um, clinical clinical schools, right? And each clinical school is in a different different location. Now, why is that important to you? Um, so those type of things you just need to be, be a bit wary of. Also the hospitals as well. These things, like the reason why I've been mentioning the stuff about the medical curriculum is because universities want to know how is their medical curriculum beneficial to you? How, how is this medical curriculum going to fit your type of learning and how it's going to make you a better doctor? Um, any questions about that so far? No? Okay, cool. Um, so also there's about cohort as well. So in terms of the cohort, there's a big there's a big thing about um, like the cohort size. So some universities have big cohorts, for example, University of Melbourne, UQ, uh, but then there's some universities who have small cohorts like, like University of Wollongong um, or even Macquarie. Now, why is that important to you? Maybe a small cohort is better for your learning. Maybe a big cohort is really good because you like to, you're basically a social butterfly and you like to meet various types of people. Also, it could be, you also want to like work out what sort of students come, uh, like go to these medical schools. Like, um, like for example, like, um, like for like Melbourne Uni, right? Majority of Melbourne Uni students um, are, are from Melbourne, but there's a lot of them coming from, say, Sydney. Uh, a lot of them coming from from interstate as well. Um, a lot of international students are at UQ. That's another thing. So just having those sort of thoughts as well, and how is that going to impact how you learning in in medical school? Also, what is the medical school best known for? I think that's a big thing that um, gets. Uh, that that is basically overlooked. For example, Notre Dame. Notre Dame produces ethical doctors. That's the whole brand that they would love to love to hear. Um, and 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 there's a big thing that you guys should probably know. There is actually a two week um, incentive uh, intensive, sorry, where um, they actually give they basically go through. Um, through ethics, so through bioethics, and um, it's it's something that's very unique to Notre Dame, and uh, and not many other medical schools actually do that. Um, and another thing about, like, say Wollongong, for example, Wollongong, um, like, is has big focus on on rural, so that's their whole brand as well. So just thinking about the niches of each of the medical schools is a big thing. Um, and that will basically show to the medical school that you are, you know what you're getting yourself into. Um, you are prepared to to fit into their family for the next four years. Also, thinking about like if the university uh, has a panel interview or an MMI, um, there's not much difference in terms of like um, figuring out if it's an MMI or a panel interview. The big like the big difference really is that a panel is more of a personal thing. It's more of a traditional sort of interview where you're 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 talking to a bunch of people and they're asking you personal questions, but they're they're still scenario questions. Whereas an MMI, there's there's um you basically get moved across to different interviews at each station so that's the that's a big key key difference that might be uh of importance to you uh, in terms of how you do your your interview uh but end of the day you should be practicing both ways uh before i move into the next slide any sort of questions in terms of orientation and orientating yourself for um for medical schools if you guys also have any any uh, ideas as well that I haven't covered, I would love to hear them because uh, because I think everyone should should know about them. Okay, so do panel interviews include more personal questions like why do you want to do medicine as opposed to um, scenarios? That's a really good question. Um, so personally, I haven't done a panel interview, but I would I would assume it's a it, it would be so. Um, it's 
because the thing is that um, with with MMI, there is a whole station dedicated to why you want to study medicine. Um, how how do you study? Uh, would you be able to adapt to the the studying environment when it comes to medicine? I think those those things are covered in in one station, right? But for a panel interview, I think there would be like a couple of questions regarding um, regarding like uh, why medicine and tell me a bit about yourself kind of thing. But after those questions are done, they're going to start moving on to the scenarios. They're going to start moving on to into different things. So it's so that's the key really difference there. It's it's more of a structural thing rather than a um, rather than like one interview is just going to focus on everything just about you. Um, like personal stuff about like why medicine and then the other ones just, you know, it's not like that. It's, it's just like, they're going to cover both. They're going to cover the same sort of content. It's just a structural thing. Alrighty. Can you guys hear me properly? I just, um, I, I just want to also make sure that you guys can hear me. Okay, cool. So I'll move on to the next one if there's any more, no more questions. Now, this is the the big one. This is the this is the big one that um, I want to tell everyone today, and also like the people people in the chat um, after after listening to my my CBL about this. If you guys want to create your own sort of uh, group chat, um, basically, if if anyone else is like step up. Um, I, I either I could make a group chat for you guys, or um, you guys can make a group chat on your own. Just like exchange de details and then start doing this. So, my big thing about interview um, prep is that you need to do it with other people. You you need to do it with other people because you cannot prepare for interviews alone. Um, if like those people who have have prepared for interviews alone in the past and have gotten in, they are they're basically gunners like they i don't know they probably have like figured out how to how to speak in the most eloquent way and they're they're like moving through life on on like on like easy mode but for us over here it's like we need help we definitely need help to to get through through this stage and and also like for example like like when i when i did um when i did interview training um like in in 2020 i I was doing this alone and there was no one there to make sure that I was accountable and there was no one to lean lean on as well. So it was um it, it was a pretty lonely process. Sorry, I'm about to cough. Oh my god. Yeah, I have a bit of a cold. So the moment I landed in Melbourne, I got a cold, <laughs> which is great. Um yeah, so please make a group chat. Please don't start this journey alone. You need friends to help you. And where where can you find find these friends? Where can you find people to do preparation with? I would hope that everyone has friends um, and have people that are also doing the same sort of journey as as you are. But if you don't, if you need to find people, you can find people in these in these places. So there's the friends community, as you guys know of. There's also Reddit. So after today, what I would do, I would go on Reddit, go to the Gamsat um, subreddit, just put a post up saying that. Hey guys, um, I um, I would like love to start doing interview prep. Can we get a group chat um, up and running? If you do that, and and you'll have tons of people wanting to to join that group chat, and that group chat is going to be amazing. Like you're going to be putting in resources there. It's going to be a lot of banter. There might be there'll be people from like other states as well that you'll get to get to meet. It's it's great. It's an amazing amazing sort of vibe. Also, Discord. Uh, there is a couple of Discord um, channels out there who, which are like, which are really amazing. There's tons of free resources on those Discord channels, and there's also people who do um, do do preparation on those Discord channels um, at the time. So definitely look look for those. Um, also. Go on Facebook, search up Gamsat, search up medical interviews. I'm sure there will be someone who have made who has made a, a group group page with with everyone um, wanting to do the same same thing. But if these don't exist, and I doubt that they don't exist, just start your own one. Um, and there's one person already in the in in our chat who's ready to start a group chat. I I hope I hope they are proposing it. Um, so. Yeah, and start one, and that's what that's what I did. Um, I um, so not last year, but the year before, 
um, when I was when I was preparing preparing for um, for interviews, uh, I was a student for phrases, but then the, with with the phrase with the phrases students, I made a group chat with them. But then I started adding in random people from everywhere who didn't um, didn't do uh, uh, it, like uh, the phrases course, and that's fine. That's completely fine. It's okay to to do preparation with other um, other students who have different resources. Because uh, let's face it, phrases resources are great, but there's also different perspectives out there which we we hundred percent welcome, and that was helpful for everyone everyone there. And we were we were we were basically. Um, practicing all like every day and we were doing these like we were doing a lot of lot of stuff and by the end of it most of us like in this group chat that you see right now um most of us are now doing medicine because because of this and they, and i would say like some people um in this group chat who didn't get in maybe it was it was for a bunch of different factors it could be like um like on the day they they basically stressed out or it could be their, their GPA, maybe it was a minor thing, but I'm 100% certain that the people who didn't get in, it wasn't because they practiced um, less, because that's that's the main reason. So, so there's just more, just more stuff about like, um, uh, about practicing and strategizing. So once you have this study group um, up and running, uh, what I would do is that I would start getting some um, like past interview questions. So um, phrase interview um, generator is a, is a really good one. So like those, so we, there's a free one on on our website. Uh, what I did last, what sorry not last year, the year before, um, I basically would would use that try and answer those questions, and then I would I would basically reassess what sort of questions, what what sort of stuff that I um I got wrong, and I would keep keep doing that. There's also a PDF, a free, a free PDF on Paging Doctor called AMSOP. Uh, it's been circulating around for for like many years now, so uh, definitely look into that. There's also Paging Doctor, so Paging Doctor also has past interview questions uh, for different universities. Uh, and if you're if you're like like really good, you can find a lot of those. Just be wary though. Um, interview questions do change every year. Um, but then there's some interview questions that do get um, do get repeated. It's not about um, it's not about like trying to trying to get the same interview uh, on the day. It's more about um, do you understand what they're trying to what you're trying to look for in terms of what what you're trying what you're answering, right? So if it's a why medicine question, the main reason it's a it's a why medicine question is because they're trying to figure out if if you're uh, if you're um, I, I, like if you have good reasons as to why you want to study medicine and also are you a good fit for the university? That's the main thing, right? Um, if it's an ethics question, like for example, if it's a question about autonomy, they're going to try to figure out that are you going to respect the autonomy of, of future patients? That's the, that's the main thing, right? So once you have these, these past interview questions, I would I would basically peruse these questions, understand what the, st what the stations are, what sort of um, questions will come up. I would also research the timings and the station types that will come up uh, for for each university. So um, this changes every year. Um, so uh, just be wary of that. But um, because like you you'll never really know until the very last minute where like uh, this is the timing for for the, for the university. But uh, because it's been running for so many years, you so ha you sort of will have a good idea of what sort of timing they'll have. So for example, Melbourne Uni, it's one minute per. Per question, right? Uh, for a whole station, um, if it's three, if it's um, if it's three, three to four questions, it'll be four minutes for for a station. So just just be wary wary of that. Um, also, read up on the pub on public health and the four pillars of ethics. Public health is a big one, um, in because like they want to figure out that you're basically in the know in terms of what are the public health sort of uh, issues are out there. Um, like at the moment, the a big one is vaping. Uh, vaping may come up in your interviews. Uh, just just a word of caution, uh, and I, I, I'm just I'm just um, predicting this will happen because at the moment the, the Australian government has put in a mandate to um, reduce reduce um reduce vaping. Right, so. It could be like uh, lack of packaging. Uh, so it's like plain packaging, reducing the flavors. So it basically, de uh, it basically, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, basically, uh, oh, the word will come come to me. But 
I think you guys get the point. Um, think basically researching about public health would be is is a big one. Also, developing structures for your for your answer. I think that's a it's a huge one that you can think about doing right now. So, yeah, types of questions like why do you want to study medicine? These sort of sort of questions you you do need to think about how you're going to answer this. Um, and a structure is very important because uh, the thing with the thing with interviews is that when you when you answer a question, the interviewer needs to follow your train of thought. The way the the interview is going to follow your train of thought is by just figuring out what your what your um, premise is, what your points are, I what sort of what what's your um, backing for those points, and then you're going to conclude that. That's a structure that I have been following for many years, and that's something that you guys can can utilize as well. So you want to make sure that you're communicating with clarity and. Um, and that the interviewer can follow your train of thought. So it's very important to start developing those structures right now. Also think about your personal anecdotes. So with anecdotes, um, there'll be like questions like, tell me a time when um, you have dealt with feedback or tell me a time when you had to be honest with, with the person. These sort of things uh, are those personal types of questions where it's really hard to think, on like there and then to to like think of a story that can back back you um back that answer. So if you can if you can like think about some of some of those questions that may come up come your way and then what sort of story that you 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 have ready to to basically blurt out, that would be really good. For like for example, right? Um like qualities of a doctor. So what are what are some qualities of a doctor? Um, a quality of a doctor would be uh, leadership, right? Um, a quality of a doctor is um, honesty, it's integrity. These sort of things, what I, what I would do, I would basically search them up, get that list, and at, and at each each um, quality, I would try and figure out a story for, for that quality. And then you basically have a document of all your stories, and then you can just blurt that out on the day. After you've done all of that, and it's a lot of things to do in a month, you have to practice, 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 practice. If you don't practice, um, you're you're basically not going to be confident on the day, and uh, you're basically leaving things to chance. Any questions so far um, on that, or is it has anyone? Is has it been hard to follow what I've been trying to say? Okay, awesome. That's right. That's really, really good. Okay, cool. So now, oh, okay. Uh, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so now that you've done all that, and this is more for the Fraser students, but um, uh, but this is also um, good for everyone else. I would book in your tutoring session late July. Your, so you get two tutoring sessions through Fraser's. I would book that in late July. After you've done all this, you need to get a check in and, and figure out like are you like are you going about things the right way? Are you um are you basically have like your are your stories like perfect for for your for your answers? Um, what sort of structures you have? These are things you need someone to check out. If it's not phrases, maybe it could be another tutor that you you might might find. It's very important that there is someone out there to basically check on on your work because, like, let's face it, um, it might be might be different. So. Now that I have talked about all that, you might be asked, you might be thinking, Sidipta, how do I practice? What what should I be doing? And this is my um, study process that I I did um, uh, two years ago. So, what I'll do with the group chat, I would set up a Zoom meeting and I'll put it in the, into the group chat. There might be there would be basically be a um, a group chat leader or, or someone who will be taking care of this. And then once everyone is in the group chat you would basically put everyone into breakout rooms. So there'll be one breakout room for general discussion where people are not ready to just start doing like questions straight away under time conditions. So they'll be just discussing questions. Then there's the other group chat, uh, sorry, other breakout rooms, which will be just pairs. Now this is high yield and it has worked so well. Um, last year, there was actually a friend of mine who, who did the same thing. He started up his own group chat. It had about approximately hundred people. He he basically did he basically set set all this up and now this man is is in medicine at um, at Macquarie. So 
it I can say it it definitely works. So what what do you do in the in the pair breakout room? So one person will be doing the questions under time conditions. Um, the other person will be basically simulating the like it's a mock interview. They'll have the question. Um, they'll have the question up on on their end um, from a screen share. So it could be the the phrase interview generator. It might be um, a different resource. And then they'll basically be giving. They'll be writing down what the other person's saying, and then and providing feedback at the end of it. This will go for approximately uh, 20, 20 minutes or fifteen to twenty minutes, and then um, roles will reverse. The person who was giving feedback, then they'll end up doing one question under uh, under time conditions. So this will this will basically what they'll be doing. And then um, once the this will go for an hour. So once this is all done everyone's going to come back into the main room. Once everyone comes back into the main room, a lot of people will will leave and that's fair. But then those people who, who stay back, you'll basically then rotate with a different partner and then you'll go through the process again. Why is this important? Because not only are you getting feedback from one perspective, but you're getting another perspective from another person. And then you're getting more practice from practicing with more people. Also, if it's people that you don't know, you're basically getting through those butterflies where um, you're like you. You can basically talk to anyone or um, uh, when whoever comes to, um, to you on the day. So this is something that I would highly recommend, and it really helped me because because like um, I got to talk to people from from like Adelaide, from Queensland, um, people from Perth as well, um, and these are people like I've never met before. So like initially, I was a bit scared. I was a bit like like oh my god, like what if this person thinks I'm a I'm I'm a horrible horrible person, um, and like um, I, and thinks that I have no chance at doing uh, at doing well in interviews. But that's the that's the main thing, right? I, um, the other day, I actually uh, actually learned something. The best way to learn is actually to embarrass yourself. That's that that's the main thing because once you embarrass yourself, you're gonna remember that for the rest of your life, and you're gonna associate that memory with what you've learned. So, and this goes for everything that you, that that you go through in life, even when you get into med school. So remember this: the best way to learn is to embarrass yourself. So now now you're the, now you're thinking this. You're like. Okay, Sidipta, this process feels like the blind leading the blind. Why should we do this? And that's true. Like one person is is like doing interview prep and the other person is also doing interview prep. And now they're teaching each other when they both don't have the expertise to teach each other. Isn't that like, wouldn't you be setting yourself up for failure? And that's a really good point because like, yeah, you want to get expert advice and you want to get tutoring um, for like for for different things. Now, I want to introduce something to you guys called the Feynman technique. And can you guys put into the chat if you know what the Feynman technique is? Or oh, is this the first time you've been hearing about it? Whilst I drink this uh, juice. There we go. Yeah, one person has said you learn better by teaching. Amazing. Yeah, that's that's essentially what the Feynman technique is. So, I stole this from 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 Google, but essentially what you do is that you you choose to learn a like you choose to learn a concept. So, for example, it might be the four pillars of ethics, and um, you'll you can Google about the four pillars of ethics. You learn about what autonomy is, what beneficence, non-maleficence, justice. You learn about that, and then you try and teach yourself. Um, teaching yourself is a bit of a hard one. It's like you're basically rereading something. You're sitting with the thought and then try and figure out what it means. But um, if you can teach it to someone else, if you can actually explain what what um, autonomy actually is, it means that you've actually understand it yourself. Now, if you can't teach it to someone else, if you think like, oh shit, like I don't, I don't know how to explain this part of 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 uh, uh, beneficence, you're gonna go, you basically go back to the source material, read it again, and then um, try and try and break break it down to its bare bones, and then try and associate like sort of uh, like uh, like explanations like that could like simplify the process, and then try again, and that's the same thing with with interviews. 
you you're learning about different things in terms of uh, in terms of interviews and then you're then you're basically um like <clears throat> you're basically teaching it to someone else and then <clears throat> sorry my throat's my throat's pretty bad today um yeah so you learn something you try and you try and test it out and then the uh, then you you basically give give feedback. That's the that's the the big thing about about interviews. So this whole process of like one person um, doing things under time conditions, that's them like basically embarrassing themselves and and um, and uh, and basically testing the waters if they're doing right or wrong. And then the other person who has or has read up on on, on the content has the structure. They then sort of learn from the other person in, in terms of their style, but then they can also then then give, like uh, basically help out and give their own style. So you're basically filling up the gap between um, the person doing the putting themselves in the hot seat and the other person giving feedback. Um, does that make sense to you guys? Just looking for a yep in the chat. Yay. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. Cool. So now that um, so okay. So now this is a really this is a really big thing, right? So you might have this question: How do we make sure that we're giving the right advice and learning the right theory for interviews? And this is a very good question because, like, yes, the Feynman technique is very important, where you're learning stuff, you're then teaching it, and that's the best way to learn, right? But then. How do you know that the source material that you're learning from is the best source material? And how do you know that you're actually giving proper advice? This is a good question. And the, the best thing to, that I can tell you is that you basically need tutoring. You need someone who has expertise in this field, someone who, who is able to basically tell you what's right or wrong. And it doesn't mean that you should you should basically replace this entire process of, of group study with just tutoring. I think that would be a disservice to you. Um, I think it's better to sort of like figure out like, hey, um, Siddhartha, I'm actually doing, doing it this way. Is this the right way to answer this question? I'll say yes or no, and, and, and then I'll explain why. And then you can actually use that, and then you can take that, and then you can you can teach another person um, that same same con um, um, concept. So um, places that you can get reputable information from. So for example, um, you know, like you know, interview atlas, tutoring workshops. Like you've come to this workshop, and this is the, it's the first step to to do that, right? Um, and also mock interviews. Mock interviews are a, a a basically the best thing that you can you can invest in. If it's not phrases, if it's somewhere else, just just do them. Okay, so now that you have gone, you have gone through um, like the whole process of strategizing and starting your practice. You have the group chat. You're now practicing nonstop, and you're you're doing you're doing amazingly. Now that now we have come to August, and this is where you start refining your your methodology and. And one thing I just want to mention to you guys, guess how much I practiced two years ago um, and when, when did I start and when did I finish? I'm looking for a number. All right, so one person says started in July, finished in September, practiced at least once a week. Someone said every two weeks. All right, so this was my schedule, and I was I was a bit of a nutcase because um, I really, 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 really wanted to get into medicine, uh, and I was pretty upset after uh, after um, twenty twenty. So I basically um, did the gamsat. Did my application, and then I started my PhD in uh, in April, and I was doing PhD stuff. I started in June, and I practiced every single day, every single day until the last week of sep September. So this was my schedule. I would um, I would go go to the office at at ten a.m. do my work. I'd finish at at um, six o'clock uh, from from the baker. Uh, and then I would come back at seven o'clock, seven o'clock to nine o'clock. I would do interview prep on Zoom, and I would be the person with the Zoom link. So I would I would make sure I, I I'm I'm there. 
uh, make sure I'm signing it up. Seven to nine, I'll do do interview prep, and then nine to ten, I would go to the gym, and and that's that's what I what I did for like every single day for six months. And even though I'm saying this to you guys, I don't want to overwhelm you. This is not advice. Probably shouldn't do it because you'll burn out really quickly. But that's what I did. And um and towards the end, um approximately a week before um before the interview. I did a mock interview with a different company and I did so badly. I've been practicing for six months, but I did so badly and my morale went down. And then I realized that I actually practice way too much. I actually, I'm at the point where I'm, I'm burnt out that I've practiced that much over the last six months that for the next couple of days before my interview, I just took it easy. And I, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't do much. I just went, I just read through a couple of things, but um, I didn't do do that much. And there's actually a, a, another funny story that uh, if I have time, I'll, I'll share that happened um, two days before the interview. But yeah, that's, that's what I did. Okay. Um, Yeah, um, med mentors are like hundred percent. Check out med mentors. I forgot to mention them in in this in this slide, but yeah, definitely check out med mentors. Um, this is something that has I actually did med mentors in my time as well. Um, they've been helpful. The thing with mock interviews is that there is phrases, but there's there's also other other like places to do mock interviews. Everyone has different perspectives, and everyone has different um, like interview questions as well. So it's really good to sort of get a, a sort of a global view of of what could come come your way. So that's a that's a big thing that I would I would hundred percent recommend. And thank you for the person who who has uh, brought that up. Um, so okay, so now you're in August. You uh, you continue 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 to practice. You continue to correct your methodology, and yeah, don't practice too much. Um, like the person who said um, every two weeks or once a week, I would probably do that um, now that I look back. But if you want to practice a bit more, you can. But practicing too much can make you sound a bit a bit too rehearsed or um, authentic, and we don't want that. We want to make sure that we are flexible and creative when it comes to interview questions coming our way. Um, but we don't want to come across as rehearsed. Unfortunately, for why medicine, it has to be a little bit rehearsed. Uh, but in but medical school will find a way to ask you in, in a different way. So be wary wary of that. There was one year um, uh, a university asked in terms of like, oh, once you got into medical school, um, how are you gonna keep up with your hobbies? So da 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 like that. Um, okay, so now also review the tactics for your for university timings and stations. So in terms of like the different interview offers, um, like think think about like like what the timings are, right? So for example, I thought I was going to get an interview from Melbourne Uni, so I was practicing answering questions in one minute straight away. But then uh, once I got University of Wollongong, I had more flexibility. So I had um, I had a way to I, I basically could answer question in eight minutes, and that was great. Things didn't change that much for me. The structure was still the same. The content was still the same. It was that I could speak for a bit more. And now mock interviews. As the person who's been um, talking about med mentors, definitely check out med mentors, but also check out um, um, other places as well, which is great. Now, med, med, mock interviews were amazing for me. Um, I got to do two two mock interviews, and then I got to, I did like two other mock interviews. One from um from another company that I won't mention and uh and it was um also med mentors and they all gave um really good feedback and once you're in a in a in a situation where where you're like um you're basically stressing yourself out and it it just feels too real and also like let's be honest you're putting in a lot of money into into uh, sitting a mock interview you want to make sure you, you you do well the stress does get to you and it does feel like you're you're like um in the real thing and that's really good because you're simulating the whole experience and the really good thing about the mock interview at the end of it is that you get solid feedback and with solid feedback you can then go back to your tutor or your friends and then go through that feedback and figure out um where you need to like when what do you need to change and and what things you have been being um, doing well um and this is my my last point of this slide Book in your second tutoring session and don't leave this late. I've had so many students last 
last year that booked their, their uh, tutoring session late, like two days before the interview, three days before the interview. And by then, like I try my best to help help these guys out. But event, but and then end of the day, it's it's too late because um like I can give you structure, I can give you uh, feedback on on your on the types of questions you can do, but you basically need time to implement that feedback and then um, practice with your friends. All right, cool. So, um, and I'm wary of time. I'll I'll stay back for a bit longer if you guys um, want want um, to ask questions. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll keep going. So this is uh, so September refine and good luck interviews are this month you're at this point you're a beast you're you can you can answer any sort of question that comes your way you know exactly what to say your timings are impeccable your structure is great you can you you're basically if you if you were to do the interview now you would ace it and then you would get into medical school and then phrase the interview will, will be coming to your doorstep wanting to hire you that's how that's how amazing you would be but before you are you do you do that just take it easy for for a bit before you interview don't burn yourself out and that's what happened to me i burnt myself out and um i and i realized that i burnt myself out so i, I took it a bit easy so do practice but um practice until a week before the interview um just so that you you, you are um like confident on the day now on the day of the interview stay calm Biggest advice, stay calm. You know your stuff, you know everything. The best thing is to do is to stay calm. And this was me on the day of my interview. As you can see, I didn't have a tie on. My hair, I tried to fix my hair, even though it was like COVID and I haven't left the house in in, in like many months. And I was in Melbourne as well. So it was like horrible, right? You can see, you can see how um relaxed I, I was, right? So and I, and on the day I remember, like I I got into into the interview for for uh, Wollongong, and I saw uh, I saw like um like a couple of people who were already there um with me. There was this one guy. He he basically had a suit on. He had a tie. He, he combed his hair. Like he he looked like a like a prep boy, right? He was ready to to get in and and do in, do interviews. But you could see that he was very scared, and it was very like. Like he 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 was about to he was about to erupt like that's what he looked like, and um, I remember I made a I made a funny joke um of what, when we were in the in the um in the main room about about him just being like it, it, like me not having a tie and everyone else having ties, and like I, I and the reason why I couldn't make those sort of jokes jokes is because like I was calm I wasn't I wasn't cocky like cocky and and confident are two different things but. I was able to crack jokes on the day of my interview and not many people can do that. So just, just be like, be wary of that. Like, think about like, like this is just another, another one of those, um, those zoom sessions where, um, <laughs> um there was it was it was one of those like zoom sessions where like you're doing your your interview interview preps. Um, and now you're, you're basically doing the real thing, but it's going to be smooth sailing. So months later, when I was driving to to my uh, my lab, I was um, I, I, like that morning. I I just knew that interview office were sorry medical office were coming out, and I I wasn't hundred percent certain if I would get anything. Like I knew it was a good interview, uh, but I was I was just like crossing my fingers and and toes. I was driving to to my my lab and. I saw that the group chat, which I um, like these guys who I was practicing with for six months, it was going off. I was getting hundreds of notifications of people getting in and I had to stop the car and I saw my email and this was in my, my inbox and I, I was over the moon. I was so happy that I ended up getting, getting this offer. And, and the thing is that like, this was because I, I basically started practicing from day one. Um, I I knew what I was doing. I knew that that I had to get all these resources. I had to practice with people, and I was prepared for for the day. And yeah, it was like to, till this day, it was one of the best moments of my life. I would say hands down. And then uh, ten days before starting at Wollongong, I ended up getting off uh, from UCID, and that's a story for another day. So 
this is just a summary for everything that I've gone through today. So uh, first of all, orientate yourself. Orientation is a big one because you need to look at what sort of questions will come up. Also writing down like what's um, like ideas for those questions. Um, having a word document of everything that you that you've gone through is really good. Having like your free resources um, is also good as well. Also investing in um, in tutoring, whether it be phrases or, or um, someone else, I definitely would highly recommend investing right now. Um, like for example, at the moment um, at Phrase, we're running um, our, our workshops, which are very good, which supplements your um, your theoretical learning. So um, look into that. Also strategizing, um, just figuring out your structure for uh, for each of the questions practicing your structures, figuring out what's the best way to, to structure for particular types of questions, whether it be ethics, whether it be personal questions, whether it be public health, any, those types of questions, right? Practicing. Practicing is the biggest thing that you could do with, with any of this, right? How do you practice? Get onto a group chat, get onto a, a Discord channel, get onto the community, Get onto something where you the where you can practice your skills with someone else, and then that person has the ability to give you feedback for for your uh, for your answers, and then you can then end up giving them feedback as well. So that's the that's the um uh, the the big thing, and then also refining. So make sure that you're applying your the, the feedback you're getting. So in terms of the feedback you might get, you might get it from your peers, but also from um, expert resources. So uh, phrases, tutors could be me. So if you guys ever want a tutoring session with me, you can reach out to me as well. Also, um, yeah, think about the universities as well, specific questions that some universities will ask. Um, like, for example, Notre Dame will have picture questions or like Wollongong will ask about uh, scenario questions, like these sort of stuff, right? Um, and then build confidence on the day. That's a big thing. Um, you want to be you want to be at that point where like no nothing will phase you and whatever happens will happen. Like that, that was my mindset. Like, like I have done an interview before. I will go in and, and do this interview. If I get in, I get in. If I don't, um, cool, I'll just keep going about my life and doing my PhD or whatever you're doing. And I think a big thing um, with with like interviews and the and the majority of people that have gone in gotten into med school is that they've gotten to a stage in their life that like they're okay if they don't get into med school. And then once they get into med school, it's like it's like a huge like um surprise to them that they've actually gotten in. So um yeah, that's that's like the big thing. So, um, alrighty, do do do. Uh, and then yeah, this is a final slide. Um, yeah, start your prep early. Think about the interview objectively. It's like the gam set. So think about it objectively. Um, also, um, yeah, think about starting early and also the diversity and don't do it alone. I think it's a big thing. Like I've been saying this entire webinar, don't do it alone. All right, questions. Um. Yeah, so I will stay stay back for um, five five minutes. Um, if there's more questions, I'll stay back for longer. So get keep your questions coming coming my way, and I'll uh, I'll answer them. And uh, if you guys want to even turn on your mic and and um, speak, that's totally fine as well. All right, uh, can I ask a question? Why you chose UCID over Wollongong? That's a great question, and um, and I think the big thing for me is that. Um, I wanted to um, I wanted to come and see my family. So with with universities, like you want to be you want to be around your support system. You want to be around your friends um, and and family because medical school is such a is such a stressful journey. And even though it's a it's a well it's a it's a well reward rewarding journey, it's a stressful journey. And I that was a big factor for me. I chose I basically. Um, if I could be in Sydney, I can fly to Melbourne anytime I want. And behold, I'm in Melbourne right now. Um, so I I decided to choose based on that. I looked at curriculum as well. I looked at like is is Wollongong um, better than UCID or is UCID better than than Wollongong? Um, end of the day, they were very similar curriculums. Um, clinical like uh, Wollongong has one and a half years preclin, whereas UCID is one year preclin. Um, and then Wollongong has a um, has those has those phases that takes you into rural from um, from phase two onwards, whereas UCID th third and fourth year you can choose to be rural. So those those like niche things that each university has, but 
Yeah, I chose I chose Sydney uh, mainly based on on like the ability to go back to family and also just being in the city as well um, and and doing stuff. But Wollongong's a great university, um, and uh, if I didn't uh, get the use it offer, I, I would have stayed in in Wollongong. All right. Um, someone asked, "Is Melbourne Uni eight stations, four questions per station, one minute reflection time followed by one minute answer answer time per question?" Um, okay. Yeah, this is a very specific question, and um, and at the moment, I I am having a mind blank in terms of answering that. But from my experience, when I did the the Melbourne Uni interview, um, stations have changed. Like they keep changing every year. Sometimes they implement more stations and less stations. But in terms of the reflection time, you don't really get reflection time. It's more like they they give you they give you the scenario or they they give you the question and then um. You're basically reflecting, or you're you're trying to figure out your answer at that moment, and then you end up answering the question straight away in one minute. So you don't really get reflection time. You just have to go straight off the bat and go into answering answering that question. Um, and then there's follow up questions. So the next question you'll have one minute to answer answer that question as well. So yeah, um, could you please say out loud the most important questions of an interview and what would be the structure which one would should invoke it. I would love to ask that question, but I unfortunately can't answer it in a webinar because um, I signed an NDA. Um, maybe you can book a session with me and we can chat in private. Um, are, you, are you answering, uh, sorry, are you enjoying medical school so far? I'm enjoying it. Um, it's It's been great. Uh, there are some tough times and, um, and because like it's it's a it's a stressful it's a stressful course and you do have to make a lot of lot of sacrifices when it comes to um comes to medical school uh like for like for example like a lot of my like a lot of my friends uh, i i haven't seen in in six months um ever since i moved to sydney so uh this this last two weeks i've just been every day just been meeting friends but in terms of um, in terms of medical school, I, I do enjoy the ability to talk to patients, to take histories from them, um, figure out what sort of perspectives like they're coming from, like what sort of what, what their, um, their their history is. I think I really love enjoying enjoying that. Uh, like, sorry, love, love enjoying he hearing from that about that. Um, I also like I do enjoy some of the teaching as well, like learning about different things. Um, like for example, last year we did um like uh, my my favorite block was uh, was cardio block and just learning about like the different diseases in terms of like of cardio like endocarditis heart failure like for example like if you see a patient with swollen legs and uh, if you press on them it's something called pitting edema that happens and then there's like uh, and if they have like shortness of breath that might be an indication of heart failure and like that's like, such a like cool concept and then in medical school you sort of feel like you learn about like why those things lead to heart failure and what why those are the symptoms also you can learn about like the different um like medications as well um which imp which basically um can treat that so it's all very holistic and I, I really love that sort of part like part about medical school um the the best part about medical school i also enjoy is uh is amsa um like the, the australian medical students association and um once you get into medical school check look into amsa and go to the to the conventions if your medical school allows it um and meet as many medical students as you can. Um, those people that I practice with in the group chat, I'm still friends to the, with them till this day. And I got to meet them last year at, at AMSA convention, like people from Perth, people from Adelaide, and it was a great experience. Uh, yeah, cool. All right, so I hope that answers your question. Um, um, all right, so why medicine? Ooh. I, I'm I'm so tired to answer that question, but in a future webinar, actually the next webinar is a live um, interview webinar, so um, I'll be prepared to answer that question um, once I once I go there. But just to summarize, why I wanted to do medicine is mainly because of the holistic aspect of of medicine. Medicine is one of those careers that's very versatile, where you can 
do do multiple different things. Um, like you can go into practice, but you can also decide to to go into the health industry. You can go into into med tech. Um, you can go into various different things. You don't have to be a traditional doctor. Um, that's a big thing for me. And also, like you're you're basically a leader. Like I remember in during COVID, I like every day I would wake up at 11 o'clock to see Brett Sutton um, on TV talking about, about COVID. And that was an inspirational moment for me. And I wanted to be that person. I wanted to be him. I was like, holy crap, this person is talking about so, like he's basically spitting out so much wisdom and people are actually listening to him as well. And then you'll realize once you become a medical student or if you, once you become a doctor, your words carry value. Your words are, are influential. And you have this, this power, this responsibility where you can make a difference with, with the knowledge that you've been, been bestowed on you. And, that, and, and yeah, you can make a difference. And I, I want to make a difference with, with medicine. And that's why I'm here. Do, 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 do. Any more questions, guys? All right. I think... Um, Oh, I heard a voice. Is that a thank you uh, or a question? I think all good. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right. No worries. No worries. Um, okay. I'll wrap it up. Um, I'm Oh, okay. Would anyone be interested? Actually, um, what I'm going to do is the people who are, who are here, um, I might actually start up the group chat and then you can start adding people. So um, if you guys want to, um, you can message me on, on Facebook um on so this is my this is my facebook i might just so that's my facebook just send me a message i might start a a, a group chat with a, everyone here and if you guys want to email me as well um this is my my email so that's my email um so yeah um, just send me a message or send me an email. Also, the um, the I'm sure the QR code is the link to the Fraser's community. So sign up for the Fraser's community. It's a free resource, um, and then you can basically put into into the Fraser's community if anyone wants to start up a group chat. Uh, and then yeah, you'll find people there as well. So yeah, you could do that. But yeah, I think um, I think the best places to to ask for for to make a group chat is reddit i think that's a great place to to find people also discord discord is another great place to find people who do uh interview prep is there a certain subreddit yeah so it's gamsat um it's this gamsat subreddit so if you just if you just search up gamsat you'll you'll find it okay and i sent you the thing the facebook message awesome awesome okay. thank you and this will be uploaded on the community, right? This uh, meeting. Yes, and it should be uploaded on YouTube as well. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Alrighty. Um, thanks, guys. Um, you guys have been amazing, and um, yeah, hopefully I get to get to see you guys um in a in a um interview or a mock or a private session or maybe in med school even. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Bye.